Hello and welcome to Sharp Tech. I'm Andrew Sharp, and this is a free preview of today's episode. I think you're going to be blown away by how much you use Google. How much I use Google? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing is I'm thinking like I don't really use Google at all. So that's why I need to keep a Google diary and we can share the results next week. Um, Mandar says, given Apple's rapidly growing ad business, at what point does it make sense for them to launch their own AI powered search engine and drop Google as the default? Wouldn't this be the true disruption for Google as Apple has the distribution a open AI does not. What do you think, Ben? I mean, this is everyone's been theorizing about Apple's starting a search engine for years and years and years. And my question is why? Like Google is literally an entire massive organization devoted to providing the best product for this specific use case. And they pay Apple billions of dollars a year to for to, to like Apple's being paid by Google to have the best product as the default on their uh, on their phones like why would you want to yeah. why, why, why 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 mess with it right like the, it's the, a great point i don't see any reason or motivation and there's no evidence that apple would be particularly good at this like they're not like that's the thing apple is so good at so many things that it's easy to just take it as a foregone conclusion that okay if apple wanted to they could build the best search engine no every, all that apple's online stuff all stinks right like and, and safari is like deeply mediocre relative to other browsers that you could use including google chrome and so um i think that's a good area to push back on in safari's like, defense it is much more efficient like it, it, it uses less battery life but I I agree. I I I, I, the, uh, I think that there's it, you know we're gonna get haters for that take, but I think it's a good take. Oh. I agree. With it. <laughs> okay, well it's a normie <laughs> take, you know. Deal with it, dorks. Um, <laughs> to keep it moving, Karthik says back in the fall, you guys were talking about the difficulty of retaining talent when your business isn't going up and to the right anymore. That discussion came up in the context of Facebook's recent struggles, but it also got me wondering. How did Apple escape that kind of death spiral in the 1990s? Do you have any thoughts here, Ben? I mean, the Apple's journey through no man's land is pretty interesting to me, and I don't know much about what that decade looked like. Well, Apple was, by depending on who you listen to, weeks away from bankruptcy of not meeting payroll. So, I mean, <laughs> I think the, the, the like the, the, it was they pretty touch and go, pretty touch and go. Um, I think Apple Apple has always been different in, in like if you really care particularly about sort of the user interface and the experience of what it means to actually interact with and use a device Apple has always been different it it, it it just really is the case and you know and you go the alternative was Microsoft and you know, the a Microsoft computer was faster. It was more capable. There's more programs. Everything about it was better in every single respect than a Mac. And yet there was some cadre of people that still bought the Mac because all that stuff mattered to them less than what it felt like to use that computer. And that's like a really hard thing for people to 
latch on to and grasp. You, you, it's not something you put in a spreadsheet, right? It's like someone that is like is has good chemistry in the locker room. Is like a clutch player, right? It's sort like, of. I mean, it's kind of hysterical that those people wound up being on the right side of history because it was an irrational stance to adopt at the time. I think like, I knew people who were Mac people at all costs, and it just never really made sense to me when PCs were better and had a far more diverse set of Oh, like, they were massively cheaper. Options. They were way better, way more capable and much cheaper. <laughs> like, it right. was it was not it was it was bad. But but the Apple people got the last laugh, which well, was great. That that differentiation extended to talent. If you if that's what you cared about, where else were you going to go? Right? There were like there yeah. yes today there's companies that care about that to a much greater extent because of Apple's success and influence. But in the 90s, that looked like a losing bet. And so they did retain this sort of core core talent base that that's what they really cared about. And then, obviously, Steve Jobs comes back, the reverse acquisition of Next. He basically, he had gathered his own people that cared about the same things or, you know, and basically took over the entire leadership of Apple and uh and you know sort of sort of building it back up back then but it was that that differentiation and it's interesting i think i don't know if i mentioned on this podcast but one of my long running microsoft takes is that microsoft was saved by being in seattle in that when they were in their sort of their their dark era had they been in silicon valley they would have lost all their talents but they're in seattle all these people had houses, had kids. Not gonna uproot your family. I don't want to work. work for Amazon because they're freaking maniacs over there. You know, you know, they're cheap and they work you hard. Like Microsoft Life, yeah, kind of feels like we're not doing anything relevant, but you know, life's pretty good. And then when Satya Nadella took over and sort of reoriented the strategy, there was a big a talent base that he could sort of leverage and sort of build on going forward. Apple pulled that off by their sort of differentiation and attitude. And it's interesting. I haven't been in, I haven't been in Silicon Valley for a few years, but but even, you know, what there's always been a sense that Apple's kind of its own world. Like people who work at Apple, even if they leave to do a startup, it's usually an Apple focused startup and like mm. now I think with the iPhone that changed it because the iPhone became so important and iOS engineers became so important that there was more of a dispersal, but Apple's kind of been its own world relative to the rest of the industry. And that was really the case in the 90s. Like the Macs were over here and everyone else was over here having a good old time. And that worked to Apple's advantage. They might as well have been in Seattle. And uh, and I think that that was a big thing that helped them retain talent. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, and and the, the next side of things is also kind of fascinating because a lot of that technology would come to animate like the next generation of Apple. Yeah. No, I mean the, the core the core of the operating system that is on your phone or or on your computer is is downstream from Next. Right. And so it's hilarious when people sort of dismiss that, and this is a normie take and say like Steve Jobs was kind of just like wasting his time for 10 years because all of it ultimately built the most successful company the world's ever known. Yep. So um, again, the Apple people got the last laugh. Um, Alastati Nadella and the Microsoft people also getting the last laugh these days. So Apple and um, Microsoft back on. Yeah. I mean, the, it's, it, it really is. It really is kind of striking. Like, like with someone, you know, in, in like 200 years, if people care to look back at this era, they're going to be the two companies that people talked about. They were there at the beginning and they're probably going to be there at the end. 
All right, and that's the end of the free preview. If you'd like to subscribe and receive every episode of this show, you can do so by subscribing to Stratechery Plus. That'll give you access to every Sharp Tech episode, all of our Sharp China episodes, the Dithering Podcast with Ben and John Gruber, daily analysis of the tech business from Ben, and more shows that we'll be adding in the months to come. If you'd like to become a subscriber, click the link in your show notes to get access to the entire Stratechery universe.